0: Welcome to Write Into Your High Calling with author and professor Sherry McGriff. Write Into Your High Calling is dedicated to inspiring you, equipping you, and challenging you to steward the call of writing that God has on your life. So if you're up for it, let's get started. Happy New Year! Happy 2022! So, I hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas and New Year's. And um, if they were difficult, I'm sorry about that. You know, it was an interesting year last year, right? Well, it's a new year. So, there's a lot of words about 2022. And for me, it's still you know, the decade of 2020 um, that we began, right? So we're still in the, the decade, the year of the double, but also, as Robin Bullock says, it's the year of reckoning. So what the enemy has stolen, what the enemy has done to you, what they have done to your family, what he and they, <laughs> the evil and wicked, um, have done to your government, to your families, to your jobs. Um, It's the year of reckoning for the enemy. But it's also the year of recompense. So not only will the enemy have to pay for what he's done and he being uh, the demonic realm, but also the actual people that chose to be wicked. Boy, this is going to be heavy, huh? (laughs) Um, It's the year of recompense for us. So it's reckoning for them and a recompense for us. Reckoning for us, if we did good, then we also get that harvest. There's always a time of seed time and harvest. What we plant, we what we sow, we reap, good or bad. And, and of course, with the blood of Jesus, we can apply the blood of Jesus to the things we've done wrong or messed up. And ask for forgiveness and mercy, and he can cover those and um sometimes annihilate all consequences and sometimes make the consequences a lot less, Uh, you know, definitely the mercy of God for that. But I have a scripture for you today. And so um, this podcast is about decreeing over 2022. And so as I read it, I'll pause and I want you to uh, repeat it after me. I want you to actually decree it with me. And so I found this really interesting scripture in the Passion translation, which you know I love. Um, so I, I read the Passion translation most of the time, but also I've gone back into the NIV too. But still, this was so so incredible. I've never seen this before, and this comes out of Psalm 40. Um, so Psalm 40, we'll start with verse five. So we're going to decree this say this pray this to the lord so i will give space again for you to repeat after me oh lord our god no one can compare with you such wonderful works and miracles are all found in you and you think of us all the time with your countless expressions of love are exceeding my expectations. It's not sacrifices that really move your heart. Burnt offerings, sin offerings, that's not what brings you joy. But when you open my eyes and speak deeply to me, I become Your willing servant. Your prisoner of love for life. (laughs) I love that part. So I said, here I am. I'm coming to you as a sacrifice. For in the prophetic scrolls. For in the prophetic scrolls of your book. You have written about me. I delight to fulfill your will, my God. For your living words are written upon the pages of my heart. I tell everyone, everywhere, the truth of your righteousness. And you know, I haven't held back in telling the message to all. And if I have, I repent. That's it. I don't keep it a secret or hide the truth. I preach and I write, I'm adding that part, of your faithfulness, And kindness, proclaiming your extravagant love to the largest crowd I can find. So I'm going to repeat part of this. I preach and write of your faithfulness and kindness, proclaiming your extravagant love to my readers, to my listeners to the largest crowd I can find. So Lord, don't hold back your love or withhold your tender mercies from me. Keep me in your truth. Keep my writing in your truth. And let your compassion overflow to me no matter what I face. Evil surrounds me. Problems greater than I can solve come one after another. Without you, I know I can't make it. My sins are so many sometimes. I'm ashamed to lift my face to you sometimes. For my guilt grabs me and stings my soul until I'm weakened and spent. Please, Lord, come quickly and rescue me. Please, Lord, come quickly and rescue my country. Please, Lord, come quickly and rescue my family. Please, Lord, come quickly and rescue my parents, my children, my spouse. Take pleasure in showing me your favor and restore me. Let all who seek my life be humiliated. Let them be confused and ashamed god scatter those who wish me evil they just want me dead scoff at every scoffer and cause them all to be utter failures in the name of jesus let them be ashamed and horrified by their complete defeat but let all who passionately seek you erupt with excitement and joy over what you've done. Let all your lovers rejoice continually in the Savior, saying, how great and glorious is our God. Lord, in my place of weakness and need, I ask again, will you come and help me? Of course, he always says yes. I know I am always in your thoughts. You are my true savior and hero, so don't delay to deliver me now, for you are my God. Amen and amen. So be it. Okay, so now we're going to decree Psalm 91, and I do recommend this, plus other psalms, um, to start decreeing, if you haven't already, or if you've gotten away from it, start decreeing over yourself and your family, your country, your neighborhood, your city um, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to reminds you of so this is from the pra- passion too so again let's do the same thing when I abide under the shadow of the Almighty, I am hidden in the strength of God most High. you are the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me the only God for me and my great confidence. You will rescue me from every hidden trap of the enemy. And you will protect me from false accusation and any and every deadly curse. Your massive arms are wrapped around me, protecting me. I can run under your covering of majesty and hide. Your arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping me from harm. I will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against me. I don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble me, nor will the powers of evil launch against me. If even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, I and my family will remain unscathed and unharmed. I, and my family, will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When I live my life within the shadow of God Most High, my secret hiding place, I will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail? against me or disease infect me. You send angels with special orders to protect me wherever I go, defending me and my family from all harm. And if I walk into a trap, they'll be there for me and keep me from stumbling. I'll even walk unharmed amongst the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath my feet. For here is what you, the Lord, have spoken to me. Because you have loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for I will enjoy the fullness of my salvation." Or. He's telling us, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. So we will enjoy it, yes. Amen, amen. So be it, so be it. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord, for loving us and caring for us and protecting us. Another thing you should decree is everywhere your foot treads, everywhere your tire rolls, your uh, bicycle (laughs) tire rolls, your car, um, wherever you go that COVID dies and any pestilence or disease or infirmity dies, wherever you go, because you have a promise uh, of that right here from Psalm 91. Amen. And if you have had COVID, um, there's a great video prayer from Ken Fisher, and it's literally called a prayer for COVID. Um, that's um, that's really fantastic. He has a um, a little bit more revelation than most people I've heard and who have prayed, there's like a specific little q tab, Q-Deb or some q Um It goes back into the Hebrew. Um, anyway, so I'll put it in the podcast notes, the YouTube video, and hope, hopefully it will be available for a while before they take it down. You know how you, YouTube is, but um, it's helpful. So even if you don't have it now, but you're still having any lingering um, symptoms, you want to do that. Okay, honestly, this is really all I have for you Um, this time. The Lord just wanted me to decree over you, have you decree, not just me over you, have you decree, decree over your writing, and that he has those prophetic scrolls that he's written. And again, if we go back to even the very first episode that I did in the podcast was season one, is God created the world with words. He spoke light, and there was light, you know. And so that is what we do. We create worlds with words and our words are very important. There was one instruction I I got from the Lord last year is, uh, well, we know that your tongue can set things on fire, your life on fire by the things you say, even if you don't mean them, Um, even if it's just like a colloquialism or some kind of traditional saying that your culture says that's negative, we kind of, we set our life on fire by our tongue whether good or bad we want to set on fire with the holy ghost not um fires that then the holy spirit has to go try to put out but there's consequences so one thing instruction i got um last year was i am no longer allowed to complain about anything <laughs> because i cause some own, some fires in my own life they're already kindling but then i um they're already you know smoldering or burning I don't know I can't light a fire I need to learn how actually but it was lit already but then I added kindling by my complaining not to a person but you know about situations here thinking that I'm just you know I'm processing aloud to someone I trust in and find out you can't really trust them <laughs> to that extent and they go and Tell what you were complaining about but honestly so anyway I've learned uh, that lesson this year um, <laughs> so we all learned some things and um, I pray you are well and uh, we just take power over all power of the enemy and anyone listening to the sound of my voice we take power and authority over COVID, Omnicron whatever the heck they call it in Jesus name And we bind you we gag you we paralyze you And we command you to come out, hosts of heaven, go grab them, take them to the pit to wait the judgment, and chain them there in the name of Jesus. And we speak health and healing over your body in the name of Jesus. And we speak healing over your mind and where you've had loss. This year is going to be a year of recompense for you and a year of reckoning for the enemy that harmed you, whether it was Physically, whether it was accusation, whether it was taking a loved one um, in many different ways that that the enemy has done that this year, this last year, last two years. The Lord is saying this is the year of recompense and this is a year of reckoning for the enemy. We're going to see things kick off now. The Lion of Judah is roaring and he's about to pounce. So I, I want to encourage you to stay in absolute peace and know that things around the world, um, we know Canada, Australia has camps. and um, they, We actually have camps in the United States of America as well. You may not know that. We have, they're called FEMA camps. They were built under Obama. There was plans. Everything that's happening has been in the works for many, many years. How long I don't know, but you know, we have to look up the research, and if I call out a date, you know, I, I might be wrong. But there's it's been in the works for a very, very, very long time. You know, we've known about the New World Order for probably decades. Um, but I can say I'm in my 50s, so plans have been placed to take over America and other nations of the world. Uh, Before I was even born. So (laughs) we were born, we were all born into, unless you're older than that. But then again, maybe you too. I don't know. Um, We were all born into governmental system and systems around the world that made us blind. Because when you're, it's just like a person being born into an abusive family. Or maybe even a really loving family. You think that the way your family operates is, one, the right way, two, normal. And then as you grow up, you realize like, hey, um, maybe what's going on in my house is not normal. Maybe it's good or maybe it's, compared to that, it's evil, it's terrible. And if you think it's really terrible, you might think that God doesn't love you or or um, all those things, the lies, the, the enemy come against us, against our mind, or then we have people that reinforce those lies, and then you start to believe those lies, and you have situations that arise, and you continue to believe those lies, so if you write fiction, um, which I talked about in the novel and narrative memoir um, podcast about for um, NaNoWriMo month, November, um, it's called The Misbelief, I just call it a lie, but anyway, people... You know we grow up believing lies so we all did all around the world um probably about our government systems and and so we were basically we we're at sleep because we grew up in systems and we could probably say that in the church too depending on if you grew up in a church or traditional denominations but then again if you just grew up in church there's still a lot of things that we accepted as normal or the right way that Probably were not. Um, That's not a judgment. It just is what it is at this point. So I think by this time, most of the church is awake. If you're truly serving the Lord with all your heart, you're awake. And if you listen to this, you've got to be awake because I don't know how you could tolerate listening to me if you're not. But um, So the point is, God has you. He is with you. He loves you. He adores you. He created you. And so these books that you write and um, books, screenplays, blogs, um, fiction, nonfiction, songs, whatever you are writing, plays, whatever you are writing, know that your gift comes from the father. He created worlds with words. Now he created us out of the dust of the earth with his hands, right? And when we write books, we create with worlds with words, but out of the dust in our hands, kind of, we have to write them on paper, which is dust, we, or a computer, um, you know, on and on and on. We craft them, right? We create them, and then we also create the world. So what you are doing is a gift from the Father. And he has prophetic scrolls he's written about you, and you are writing prophetic scrolls as well. So, when you're writing, now is the time. The time of harvest is here. He has prepared people's hearts. It's up to us to open our mouth, open our keyboard, write, speak on social media, speak in person. If you're allowed to see anyone, depending on where you live, but just. You know, be worshiping, worshiping, be in a dialogue with Him, and proclaim His extravagant love to the largest crowd you can find. So, if it's only one person, that's great. If it's ten thousand people, that's great. If the only one person at that time is the Holy Spirit and telling Him how great and extravagant, extravagant His love is, do it. That's what He wants every day. The more you fill yourself with the glory of God, with the Word of God, which Jesus is also the words we wanna fill ourselves with, with it. And I I've talked about my process before, it's easier for me to listen. Um, you know, everyone is different, different learning abilities. And then study, you know, small portions at a time and go deeper there. I call it like the treasure hunt. And maybe I'll do a podcast about that another time. But proclaim his extravagant love to the largest crowd you can find in whatever you write It needs to be filled with the love of God and how good he is, whatever type of writing you do. And to have him really operating in us, we need to watch what we are watching, what we are filling our ears with, and of course, what we are speaking, because what we speak, what we watch, what we listen to can open doors to the enemy, and it can also close doors to the enemy. So we can open, you know, fill it with garbage, our eyes, our soul, and our hearing with garbage from, you know, different types of movies or TV shows or music or different things. And then people, you know, that complain all the time, (laughs) Um, let all their thoughts and all their processing, you know, take it all in. It fills our soul and it clogs it up. So we need to clean it out with the word fasting is also a way to detox not only the body, but the soul. Um, you can look for cat cur soul cleansing prayers. Um, those are really helpful as well. But I just heard today, um, side note, and then I will get off here, that if you can't remember your dreams, you need to detox from heavy metals in our food, some of our foods have heavy metals. And of course, if you took the jab, you have heavy metals. So this would be an instruction to you as it's coming to me now. I pray about what I'm gonna say, you know. Um, you need to fast. So if you took the jab, you need to fast. If you were forced to take the jab, you need to fast if you can, okay? Um, So fasting, it detoxes the mind and it detoxes the body and uh, water, broth, you know, whatever the Holy Spirit says for you to fast, do what you can, even if it's only one meal a day or one day a week, or, or it might be water or liquids for like three days, four days, and then food. I don't know. It's just up to you and what the Lord is telling you. Um, but, yes. Yeah. so if you did take the jab, you need to detox. So let me pray for you. I've done this before, but let me pray for you again. Um. Actually, first we need to repent because m- even if we did it because people convinced us to, it's still out of fear. So let's just repent. Just, just say it. Pray it after me. I mean, you have to mean it, of course. But Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We love you. Lord, I repent for taking the jab. I renounce coronavirus. I renounce COVID. And I renounce this fake vaccine in Jesus' name. And the boosters, I renounce them in Jesus' name. I renounce, first I repent for letting others control me. And I renounce control in Jesus' name. Father, I ask for mercy. So in the name of jesus i take authority over the vaccine the jab the boosters put in your body and we bind you we paralyze you and we pull you out the blood of jesus we apply the blood of jesus to you from the top of your head to the sole of your feet inside out lord soak them in the pool of the blood of jesus inside out we command every single part of that um, those vaccines Anything that's in it, any particles to be removed, um, not explosively, but come out in the name of Jesus. And we apply the blood of Jesus. And every um, symptom, everything that has happened because of it, we reverse those symptoms in Jesus' name. Command those to be reversed in the name of Jesus. And we take it, so we take the vaccine and all its elements and we bind it, we paralyze it, and hosts of heaven, we ask that you take it to the pit, to await judgment. We refuse infirmity, sickness, disease, and demonic infiltration in the body. In Jesus' name, we will renounce you, and we command you to come out in the name of Jesus. Now, what I would like you to do is I would like you to blow it out. It's like take a deep breath and blow everything out. Blow it out, hosts of heaven, get it, blow it again. We renounce fear, blow it out, take authority over fear. We bind you, we paralyze you, we gag you, we take you. We take, throw you to the pit to wait judgment. We chain you there, blow it out. Do it again. Host of them and grab it, take it to the pit to await judgment in Jesus' name and chain it there. So Lord, every place that this stuff has held in my body and in myself, in so my mind, soul, or spirit, we ask you to replace it with the blood of Jesus and the spirit of God. Fill me up, Lord, with your spirit. Fill me up in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. So so just a little side note, like when um, you're praying, it's a deliverance type prayer. It doesn't have to be showy or anything. If you feel the need to yawn, to burp, any of that stuff, that's them, that's how they get we get them out, and there's we're not gonna talk about theology, oppression, possession, and all that. Just just is what it is. We just get rid of them that way, and it's an easy way to do it. And of course, you can re-listen to this again and again as many times as you need. Okay, so that's it for today. I finally have um on my website, right into your highcalling.com, same as the um, podcast name. Um, a contact form and the giveaway so on write into your high calling.com if you would like the right the writer's prayer of dedication and repentance it's just a prayer it's a pdf and you would like the checklist for nonfiction book um, nonfiction and um, memoir with like self-help those kind of things so nonfiction checklist things that you need to think about Explore, write, prepare as you write. You, know, you want to make sure these things are in there. And then I also have the fiction checklist, which is fiction and, and narrative memoir, which is memoir. Narrative memoir is memoir telling your story. Your story. Hopefully, people will learn things from. It. So anyway, so so that's fiction, novel, and then nonfiction. You could, if you were writing a screenplay, it's not dedicated to screenplay exactly, but. Any type of writing you are doing, these checklists, and they're pretty long, will help you uh, prepare and um, do your pre-writing, your brainstorming, um, and you'll be able to create a lot of information that you want to do. You know, when I say information, you'll be able to do a lot of your pre-writing, your brainstorming, getting your, um, some of your chapters or your scenes ready, um, or your, um you know, sections ready depending on what you're writing, these will help prepare you. So those are free. So if you want to be on the email list, you can find those on the website, right into your highcalling.com. Now, if you're interested in book coaching, either one-on-one, which I can tell you is expensive, because at this point I'm learning it's like a year process, if not longer. <laughs> uh which I really didn't realize when I first started, but, but but I digress. But I also have group coaching. I can come to your, um, your church or wherever you want and have a workshop for either a day or a couple of days, depending on what you wanted to do. So there's group coaching. I could probably do it on Zoom too, but um, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm going to do that. So workshops and then of course challenges. But if you want information about any of that, or you want me to come, or even just do, if you're having a speaking event for writers, um, contact me. So there's contact form, that's separate, that'll come straight to me. And then the email list with the checklist and the writer's prayer is on there. So right into your youricalling.com, I finally fixed it. Uh, so hopefully it works correctly. Um, the contact though, in case it doesn't work, is sherry.mcgriff at gmail.com. Um, Make sure you say something in the subject, you know, from the podcast or something like that. And only use that if you get no response from me from the contact form itself. That way I make sure I can see it because I do get a lot of emails, just, you know, junk emails. I don't want it. Get, I don't want it to get lost. Okay. So I think that's about it. Happy 2022. It's going to be a great year for you. Don't get in fear. No matter what anything looks like, just hold on to the word. Ask the Lord what he's saying that day. If something comes up, you know, Holy Spirit, what are you saying that day? If he shows you a picture, right, look at that picture and ask him what that means. If you're not sure, go look up scriptures on that that image you saw. You know, also ask him for a scripture, what he's saying that day. What is he doing today? What does he think about this? Ask him questions. And then if he gives you a scripture, look that up. And either it'll be like that exact scripture or it'll be round in that area. And whatever version you feel led to pick up, you'll find what you need. So don't worry about that. You know the voice of the Lord. And the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So just when things start kicking off, just do it. And um, I will add this since I did talk about it last year, first season. We did the panel for 2021. I still believe Trump is coming back. I was definitely wrong about the year, <laughs> 2021. I really did think it would happen then. Of course, I'm not in control of people's choices, but God did say he was supposed to serve two consecutive terms, so he will still do that. So the time that's been stolen, um, the country will have to give him back. So, um, But he, I'm, if I would be shocked if he didn't come back this year. course we are dealing with choice so not that he's the be-all end-all and everything that happened is not about him it's actually about the church Um, but he plays a vital part in this and the worldwide things that are going on in taking back the world and the globe for the Lord so we just I'll just leave that there don't send me hate emails I won't read them Um, even if you have my email address (laughs) okay so anyway I was wrong about the date. So I apologize for that, but he'll be back. So I love you guys. God bless you. And let's have a great 2022. If you haven't planned your year yet and how you're going to write, um, go back um, a couple episodes and you will find that one. Okay. Love you guys. Keep writing. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Write Into Your High Calling with Sherry McGriff. To support this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast, and sign up for emails and lots of cool things at truthandfiction.substack.com. That's truthandfiction.substack.com. And if you're interested in being um, coached to writing your book or your book formatted, Let me know, truthandfiction.substack.com. There's a contact form on there. And you can also comment on the articles and things I do. So have a wonderful day, everybody. God bless you. Until next time, keep writing.